Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcasts. It is December 2018. The sports world, the sports what I can't even speak. The sports world is in full swing. Um, you have the NFL playoffs coming. NBA season is here. NHL season is here. All yep. this stuff is happening right now. Mock, what are you most intrigued with, or what are you following at the moment? Pretty much following everything except the NBA. Uh, Dang, or I, I haven't off. watched the NBA, but I'm still following along. But NHL, my Lightning are killing it right now. And NFL playoffs are right around the corner, a couple weeks away. Man, do you think the Houston Texans are the most overrated team in NFL history at this point? Overrated? <laughs> uh, I feel like nobody, I feel like we're, I don't want to say underrated, but. Underrated? I, I don't even feel like we're rated. This streak like, is, this the streak that they're on is insane. The streak was amazing. Uh, our nine-game win streak ended uh, last Sunday, but at the same time, everyone thinks it's a trash division, uh, other than us and the Colts. Uh, and I don't know. I don't. I want to say we're overrated because no one's scared of us, right? Like, like you have to be feared to be overrated. Yes, so. But I mean, at this point, it might be like a top two seed with home field advantage. That's. All that's on my mind right now. Yeah. I want a buy, playoff buy for the first time in franchise history. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, so, what do you think about Deshaun Watson? A year coming back from injury. How how do you think he's been performing? I think he's come back down to earth a little bit. Uh, I mean, those first six games of his career last season were unsustainable. He was it was mir- miraculous uh, the numbers that he is putting up and. He definitely saved Bill O'Brien's job last year, even though I think he only went 500 in those and six the, games before he tore his ACL. And I don't know. Now we're we're. It, it feels a lot like I'm. I'm sure you kind of feel the same way. I, I feel like when the playoffs come, coaching gets magnified. Cool. So I don't feel great about that going into the playoffs. Um, and I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, but. Watson himself, I think he's having a good year. They've dialed back his passing. He's not throwing it around, slinging it all over that much. They're trying to, I guess, save him a little bit. So really working on the run game. Uh, Lamar Miller has had an up-and-down year, but but lately he's been he's been doing pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I, I would – I agree with you, um, especially because if, if you think about it, the top teams of the AFC are – the teams that people always associate with the AFC playoffs, you do have the top coaches. You have Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, um, even Anthony Lynn is an awesome coach. So it's like, you're right, Bill O'Brien is way overmatched. And um, I don't know. Yeah, In my opinion, you know who's actually very, very underrated on your team? Who? Lamar Miller. I have a love-hate relationship with them. So I, why, why do you think he's underrated? I think he is really, really good at like catching the ball, and then instead of going down right away, he always falls forward. He'll always get True. like okay. two or three okay. extra yards. That's a good point. That's, uh, that's invaluable, I would say, man. So, so that's part of the coaching thing. Like, I don't think Bill O'Brien has been using him correctly in the past like two, ever, three years. Ever? Like, yeah. Lamar Miller is not your – he's not Zeke. Like, you can't just run him through the, up the middle – through tackles like 20 times a game. Like he, he needs the ball in space and he needs to be able to use his speed. Uh, so I, I would love to see like more screens, more, especially with our offensive line. Like 
they're going to get through anyway, so you might as well let them through and, and try to get some more blocking downhill, right? Um, but I think we've talked excessively about who's coaching is worse, like Texans or the Cowboys. Yeah, they're both bottom of the bottom of the pit, bottom of the barrel. Yeah, but what about Cowboys? At this point, they, they've got to be one of the hottest teams in the league now. It's it's hard, right? Because being a Cowboys fanatic or whatnot, um, everything is always going to be magnified. So when things are bad, it may not be as bad as it seems, and then when things are good, it may not be as uh, as rosy. With that being said, it is an exciting time right now to be a fan, just because of the age of all our stars. Still very young. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, let's say the Cowboys make the playoffs and win a game or two, hopefully, um, and it saves Jason Garrett's job, it's actually going to be counterproductive, right? In the yeah, that's run. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, it's you can't cheer for your team to lose a playoff game, right? Right. It, it's, it's hard. Like, as a fan, you have to cheer for your team to win because if you win and you move on, anything can happen, right? That's why they play sports. So yeah. once you get into the tournament, if you win three games, you're in the big dance and... I mean, that's that's all we can hope for. So I'm not going to cheer for them to lose. Obviously, we all understand that Jason Garrett is not the guy. Hopefully, the amount of young talent can just outmatch his terrible coaching. Yeah, your your defense looks legit. I, I'm really impressed, and I really like uh, Vander Esch, that linebacker. Yeah. Uh, even even Jalen is flying all over the field. Hunters. Um, the speed is there. I don't know if the side to side is there, but at this point, like he's making good reads and he's killing people. Like he, like he's the reason Deshaun Watson was in and out or had a couple bruised slash broken ribs after that uh, Cowboys game. Yeah, so I don't, I don't want to bring up this game very often because I think we should have beaten you guys. Jason Garrett sucks. But do you think the style that Deshaun Watson plays can be? sustainable for multiple years because he did get killed in that game yeah so that was a big turning point in the season uh because after that game like Jalen and you know really the entire Cowboys uh front seven they 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 threw Watson around pretty hard and after that point he's throwing the ball staying in the pocket a lot less and so I thought that that was one of the reasons why obviously they're trying to keep him healthy keep him fresh for the for the playoffs impending playoffs but uh like i remember a couple weeks after that like he couldn't even fly uh he he had like a i want to say something with his lung like a punctured lung i don't know okay. uh, but he couldn't fly so he took a bus from here to jacksonville for that game <laughs> uh and so that was that was on the dallas defense and it's really affected like like we don't like talking about that game much either because it was one of those games in that nine game win streak that we talked about that felt like a loss. <laughs> like, and there are a few of them. Uh, but yes, at the end of the there day, were a few both, of them. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, we're 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 both looks like we're both headed to the playoffs. And um, yeah, I guess that's all you can ask for. Just a chance. I guess quickly, let's touch on the another superstar coming back from major injury. How do you think JJ's been doing? He is, man, like, 
I don't have higher expectations for anyone else in the league other than JJ just because of how high he was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're talking about multiple defensive player of the year, back-to-back, like, 20-sack seasons. And for him to come back like he has after all these injuries, I, I really thought he was done, um, unfortunately. And, and he's proven everybody wrong. He's come back, and he's, and he's probably at, like, 12, 13 sacks now. He's having a great year, and I'm, I'm so happy for him. Um, I, I feel like we're pro- he's probably going to be overpaid here with this with this this hundred million dollar contract already. But he's he's a lifer. Like with everything he's done for the community, and everything it people would riot if we cut him or released him. I can see that. Yeah. Sure. Um, okay. Cool. Let's. Uh, I guess one one final question regarding just the NFL in general. If you had to pick one team outside of the Houston, Texas, who do you think would win the Super Bowl this year? You have favorites in, you know, Kansas City, New Orleans, always the Patriots. But who's your pick? My pick's the same as it was last season. Um, That defense hasn't come all the way back around. I I think they were pretty dominant defense last year, but Drew Brees is still Drew Brees, and... Man, Michael Thomas, Kamara, it's you guys did a really good job defensively against them, but I just don't see them losing again like like that. I, I feel like they they'll really learn from that loss and uh, they should be able to run through the NFC pretty easily. And another Are you scared of them? Yeah, so another big factor about the NFC playoffs is now the, the top teams are either in the south or they play in a dome. So now the cold weather is not going to affect like a yeah. high power offense like the Saints. So like they can they'll most likely play in New Orleans, or they'll yeah. play in sunny California, or in Dallas, or the only place would be Chicago. Um, and Chicago obviously has terrible weather, but yeah. you don't. There's no way Chicago. Uh, actually, Chicago's defense is pretty sick. Dude, I love Chicago. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Ro- that defense Roquan is incredible. Is but then again, they have Trubisky at QB, and they've been creative with them, but I just don't see them being ready to challenge you know, the Rams and the Saints of the league yet. So I was watching the Kansas City Chiefs uh, you know, last week. Actually, I, I, I watch a lot of the Chiefs. I'm a big fan of Andy Reid. But when yeah. you watch Patrick Mahomes, do you think there's been anybody like him? I feel like he's unique in his... like. Like, there's only been one Patrick Mahomes. It's unique in how composed he is at such a young age. And a lot of that is due to Andy Reid and the offense and uh, being able to take advantage of his, you know, physical talent. But, yeah, he's, I mean, we're talking about a possible MVP season here in his rookie season. And it's, it's kind of best of both worlds with him and Andy Reid joining up forces together. Composure is one uh, is a really big thing. I agree with you because sometimes you know the other team would just send this huge, you know, full blitz, and he just takes like three or four steps back, waits, and then just dumps it off for a first down. Like it's it's very impressive. But some of the throws that this kid makes, yeah, you're right. It's it's eerily similar to Aaron Rodgers. I I have to eat crow a little bit here. I did not think that Mahomes would be. I don't this think good. anyone did. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have thought, you know, everyone everyone knew he was talented. He's a pitcher, baseball player, whatnot. But everyone felt that, you know, Texas Tech, that's just a system, right? He's just a system yeah. quarterback. 
But dude, like some of these throws on the run, did you see the one where he no looked it? No look, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, the no look, he had the, I think on Monday Night Football a few a couple months ago, he had the left-handed the pass to Tyreek. Yes, golly. He, he has every throw in the book. He's He looks like he's having a lot of fun out there, which is always enjoyable to see. But it's it's been very, very impressive. Like even his three losses have been very close. I think a total of maybe ten points, seven points. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's move on from football. Um, go Cowboys, by the way. Let's go to hockey. So let's talk about your Tampa Bay Lightning. How are they? Yeah. We don't need to talk too much about it. Uh, but it's still pretty early in the season, just like the NBA. Tampa Bay is doing really well. They're they're running away with it right now. Uh, they're on top of their division uh, by a pretty wide margin and won eight in a row as, as of this point. So I, yeah, I'm proud of them. I hope they, so last year they made the, they were one game away from the Stanley Cup Finals, which was a huge bummer because I know we were looking at tickets to go to Vegas for, for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, until uh, we saw the prices. Wait, wait, what was that? Until we saw the prices. Until we saw the prices, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hopefully they can make another deep run this year. I, I have like three or four of their players on my fantasy team, so I've been keeping up pretty closely. So for those who don't follow hockey, would you say at this point in history, would you say that the Lightning closely align with the mid to late 2000 Phoenix Suns? Regular season superstar... A uh, lot of wins. They even have MVPs, multiple All Stars, but then they just either lose in the Western Conference Finals by a game, or they just you know they falter in the playoffs. That's a that's a pretty good comparison. Although they do have one championship uh, back in '08, okay. but but that's that's a decent comparison. Uh, I like you know they are their offense is very fast paced. Uh, they have a lot of scores on there. You know, some of these scores, especially in, during this win streak, it's pretty ridiculous. It's like six to one, seven to one. It's uh, they're they're putting up points, and their defense is not bad. So I, I like their chances. Again, of course, a lot of it just like any other league. It a lot of it boils down to staying healthy. So it's still early. Knock on wood, they can stay healthy this year and and make a run. Let's go over to basketball. So I know you're not watching. You're not watching any of the games, but you I'm sure you're following a little bit about the standings. Yeah, Maybe I'm read a couple, yeah, read a couple articles here and there. How do you feel about the Rockets? I know it's it's like love hate at this point for most Rocket fans. Um some of them believe, you know, it's just a regular season and they can switch it, turn it on in the postseason. And then there's some people who, you know, already want to <laughs> break it all up and the sky is falling so there's a lot of people panicking it's it's kind of annoying kind of funny but i mean there's reason there's a little reason to panic like our defense last year was almost top five uh definitely in the top 10 this year i, I heard we're you know bottom five so Ooh. part of part of me that warms my heart a little bit <laughs> uh, i know i uh, just because I love Ariza and everything that he brought to the table, and now that he's not on the team, uh, you know, we see kind of the impact he really had. Uh, but I, I think I'm not worried at all, um, although we did see some of this before. So I remember last time we made 
the conference finals, or the first time Harden did it with the Rockets. Uh, we lost in five games to the Warriors, and then I think the very next year, everything just went to crap. Um, and I think it really boils down to how elusive chemistry is. So you either have it and you don't, and when you when you do have it, you got to hold on to it. You got to keep working at it because you can lose it like overnight. And and I think that's what happened to the Rockets this summer. You know, we we overreached on Melo. Uh, he did, just didn't work out, or a lot of it was injuries and, and the early suspension for Chris Paul. But he he played way too Melo played way too many minutes, uh, and you know just didn't work out. But even at this point, I'm not terribly worried like we're yes we're 14th place right now in the west but we're still five games out of first and so it's early uh not super early we're like 27 games in but we're like one win streak and and we're back in it so but you you would still prefer you know houston to have home court right top four seed i don't know last yes i mean preferably but uh, last, I'm still not over last year. I think that's what it boils down to. And um, home court is nice. It's it's a lot of pressure to win those first two games at home. Yeah, like that. I, I felt it right. I definitely felt it against the Warriors last year with the first two games in Houston. It's a lot of pressure on the home team to to hold serve there. Um, and we lost that first game, so we're down 0-1 at home. They took home court advantage back, and then we. Ended up winning. We ended up splitting two two and then three two and then we all know about Chris Paul's hamstring. So I, I just don't think. So part of the reason why I'm not watching right now is because I don't think regular season matters. Like preferably, yeah, it'd be nice to have home court, but at the same time, I feel like anyone in the top eight, like legitimately, it, it really doesn't matter home court wise. Yeah, like the the same top the best three teams can beat anyone anywhere. So, um, but let's talk about Dallas. Dallas is looking good. Speaking of the top eight, the Dallas Mavericks, my beloved Mavericks are surprisingly winning record. They're in, I believe they're seventh or eighth seed, but man, Luca magic. Hallelujah. He's only 19 years old. He set the NBA. He is setting the NBA on fire. I think without a doubt, would you agree he's the rookie of the year at this point? Yeah, at this point. And I mean, uh, a lot yeah. a lot can change, right? I think last year it was like Ben Simmons for the longest time and then Donovan Mitchell came out of nowhere and almost stole that, stole that award away. But as of right now, a, a third or fourth through the season, I would say it's a third through the season, I guess. I would say it's Luka. And it's funny, he's actually on a like a rookie tour right now. So uh, one night he played the Hawks, the next game... He, so the Trey Young and the Hawks. The next game he played DeAndre Ayton and the Suns. The game after that he's gonna play Marvin Bagley and then the Kings. So he's going through, you know, the uh, a rookie tour basically, and um, it he's showing that he's the top flight premier rookie. I think with with that being said, and I know this is a little off topic, but the guy who I did not believe in, I think Jaron Jackson is the second best rookie. What do you? What do you think of him? Yeah, that? yeah, we're both not terribly high on him. I wasn't high on Aiton. I was. I have to look back and listen back on uh, review our draft pod way back when, but I'm pretty sure I was very high on Luca. 
uh, higher than you were. I was and... low. I was super low. I will admit. <laughs> I would have I admit until I think like second or third game in the preseason, um, when he started to do, do some of this Luca magic stuff, I started to to get it started to gain traction. And then honestly, like I've always hated on his like lack of. Um, athleticism. athleticism, speed, stamina. Um, he's also like out of shape. He doesn't look good. But if you look at a picture from like the first week versus now, two weeks, two months into the season, you can actually tell that he's toned up a little bit. So he has been, you know, part of the NBA training regiment now for the first couple months. And yeah. I think he's only going to get better and stronger a little quicker. Um, obviously, he'll hit the rookie wall soon, but. As a Mavs fan, we can't, we really can't complain about how he's been playing. Yeah, he's definitely ahead of schedule. I'm. He's, he's still my favorite rookie. He's um, 19 years old, man. It's yeah. pretty impressive. It's it's a great situation for him. I think having DJ there, even if it's just for one DeAndre Jordan, even if it's just for one season, it's been it's been good to see. And he just gets every rebound. He rolls to the basket every time for Luca and. It's a lot of spacing. It's, it's it's good for his game. Yeah, I agree. I think if he were to go one to Phoenix or two to the Kings, um, you know, like, if you're a good player, you're going to be a good player. But from a fit-wise, I agree with you. Like, Carlisle and the Mavs, their system kind of, it's almost perfect for Luka. Yeah. So what about, I know you're still high on DSJ, but do you think he's still part of, like future future plans for the Mavs. So I personally do think he's part of the future. I I know for a fact Cuban really really loves him. Um, right now DSJ, even though he's only in his second year and he's only twenty or twenty one, he's he's almost already at the crossroads of his career. He can either be you know the Robin to Luca's Batman and realize that you know I'm a good player, but at the same time Luca is better. Like, I just have to admit that to myself right. and maybe motivate myself to get better or be, you know, just not react well to it and try to get out of town and find an, another team. I think for the longest time, the latter was his personality. But yeah. maybe maybe I'm just being biased, but I feel like he's starting to come around and starting to mature a little more. And I think in the long run, he realizes for him to have a successful career... He want he should be able to play with another superstar, or with a star in Luca. And if he can mesh his game to Luca's game, he's gonna have job security for a decade. You know. Yeah, a lot of that. He's he's just gotta work on his percentages, shooting percentages from every area of the floor. I know it's up a little bit from last year, but especially from the free throw line, he's he's gotta get better. All right, last point is uh, MVP. I know you haven't been following. James Harden is the reigning MVP. But I think the uh, the the leaders right now would be you know Giannis, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, and I guess James Harden. So out of those five, in your oh, opinion, man. who would you choose? Uh, so much of it boils down to record at the end of the year. Like if if LeBron, if the Lakers can climb up to like top four, okay. top five in the West, so the uh, I'll, I'll give it to LeBron. Dang. 16th season it's 
it's insane what he's doing, especially compared to the rest of his draft class way back when, back in 03. They're all uh, out of work or, or injured or retired. Yeah. And, I mean, that's not even anything on them. That's 16 years later. Like, that's that's normal. That's the normal part. Yeah. Harden, um, he's still going to get his stats. Uh, like, I think he just got a 50-point triple-double last night against the Lakers. Uh, but don't – please just don't give it to Giannis. Don't like, – <laughs> I mean, you, we both feel the same way about him, I think. Um, yeah, he's, and, he's, he's up to 11% from three, so <laughs> – and he's taking a lot of them too it's not like one for 11 this is like two or three a game 30 Um, games in man timmy i know you're listening to this (laughs) he's not gonna reach the 35 percent i love uh anthony davis and Kawhi. they're having amazing years but they're missing too many games already like Kawhi is not playing back-to-backs and he's been missing a few more games than that and same with ad um so Longevity so, so let and me give you, just endurance has to be part of it. All right, let me give you a hypothetical for a final question. So you're saying if the Lakers finish, you know, with home court advantage, a top four seed in the West, which would be amazing, but at the same time, it wouldn't be unheard of at a, a LeBron James team. You think right. the MVP should go to the King? But what if Toronto wins like seventy games? Would you give it give it to Kawhi? You have to, right? Shoot. What about Kyle Lowry, man? Lowry is the one playing every single game, other than tonight. But, but he's but he's Lowry's but he's showing like, out. No, he's averaging like five points a game in the last like <laughs> yeah. He's but his assist numbers are way up since DeRozan's gone. He's in double digits, I think. But let's um, let's be honest. Like if they were to give the award to a Raptor, it's not going to be Kawhi Leonard. Or it's not going to be Kyle Lowry. <laughs> it's going to be Kawhi. Games played matters. Like. Okay, so the hypothetical the hypothetical is Lakers top four, Toronto wins seventy, Kawhi plays sixty eight games. Okay, sixty eight, I'll give it to him. All right, I'll give it to Kawhi. Like I, I'm inclined to give it to Kawhi more than more than LeBron, Uh, but I think LeBron's finding out firsthand how ridiculous the West is compared to the East. Hey man, Kyle Kuzma stepping up. You guys, I think everybody knows the Lakers are going to make a move. We just don't know what move that is. Brandon Ingram or Lonzo Ball, it feels like it's not a fit. Um, so you know they're going to do something at the deadline. And, yeah. Um, they're, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. This, be, this year still seem, feels like a punt to me. They're going to be top four, man. Because there's, there's no way the Clippers are going to sustain. There's no way the, the Trailblazers are going to sustain. It's gonna end up being the Warriors and the Lakers, and I don't, I don't think they're gonna be top four, the Dang. Lakers. I think Warriors, like I would, I would, I, I, I still think the Rockets are gonna have a better record than the Lakers. Whoa, meal bet. Okay, let me see what they're at right now. <laughs> yeah, look that up. I do want to shout out Derek Shaw at Farmers Insurance. He is our presenting sponsor. We will be having a giveaway soon. Um, thanks to Farmers Insurance. So please check out our Facebook and, and check out the rules and how to enter for that. Um, but if you are looking to get a free life, home, or auto insurance quote, please let Derek Shaw know. I actually don't remember his uh, cell phone number, so let me look that up. It is 214-729-6462. 
That's 214-729-6462. Feel free to send them a text, leave a message, or even just give them a call. So what's what's the bet? All right, I'll do a meal bet. Uh, but if if I, if the Rockets win, uh, you got to add a Kung Fu tea to mine. Hey, what do I get to mine? Well, you're up like four games right now. Okay, <laughs> come on. Four, the three, four games, man. That's a lot. The Rockers are, Rockets are coming off we're, like 68 we're, wins we're four, last year. 14th, 14th place right now. The Rockets won 68. The Lakers won like 18. Come on. You, you got a head start, man. Just, just a Kung Fu tea. No toppings. All right. Full sweets, egg pudding. No, no toppings. Just, oh, okay. just the milk tea. Okay. All right, deal. Go LeBron. Right. Thank you guys for listening. Check out our Facebook. Check out our Twitter. If you have time, give us a review on iTunes. Five stars. Thanks, guys. Bye.